of time. I do want to talk about this very quickly. Uh, I, I want to talk about 39 and I want to talk about 2521 very quickly. Mm-hmm. I know you said something over the phone, like you did not like the endings for both of these shows. But let's yeah, talk. Well, let's start with thirty nine since that okay. one ended first. The uh, twelve episode thirty nine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you do you think do you think it was twelve episodes from the get go, or do you think no. they reduced it to twelve episodes because it was not doing so well? I think they reduced it. I wasn't. I'm not fully versed on what the ratings were, but um, I feel like they reduced it. Or I believe this. At a certain point when they were writing the last however many episodes, uh-huh. they were probably like, where do we go? Like, <laughs> yeah. Cause they know. gave it all away. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where do we go here? Cause we told them she was going to die. in I think the first or second episode, <laughs> yeah. where do we go? Yeah. And so like, how many more scenes can we add that it won't be yeah. redundant? Uh-huh. So then like, let's just cut it to 12. Uh, I-, I believe that's a possibility or yeah. it was a possibility of like, uh, guys, we're not doing very well. <laughs> let's just cut. Let's just cut our losses. And, and can you end it at twelve? Because it's way like, too yes, sad. You. It was like way too sad. I was like, "What are they doing to me?" Like every single episode is just like, "Oh my god!" Like, well, do you just want courses. me to cry? Yeah, you they know? switch courses because um, for the first two episodes, they led us to believe that it was just going to be the hugest melodrama, sad drama ever. Yeah. Then on episode three, when um, Hospital Playlist Girl goes, I want to now do everything in a bucket list I'm going to write, and I want to yeah. live like a happy remainder. Yeah. Cool. Then then to me, I was like, okay, now I know where they're going, and it's yeah. not the saddest play time in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they diverted from that. Yeah, they didn't do it. <laughs> they didn't she give us. a bucket list of three things. Yeah. She only, she only succeeded on – actually – Honestly speaking, she only succeeded on one and a half. Uh-huh. She succeeded in getting um, Crash Landing Girl, uh-huh. a boy, uh, like to get with the guy, and yeah. then she didn't do anything with the older woman, younger man trope, which I I can't stand. There's too much of that going on. Korean <laughs> days. O- old woman, young man, but she uh-huh. didn't do anything with that. She uh-huh. just kind of like was like, okay, let's just see where it goes, and uh-huh. then so she didn't do anything. And then the other one yeah. was is to get her boy, her her lover, mm-hmm. um, back together with his wife. Yeah. And Which she failed. Never happened. Yeah. And so to me, I think they either lost sight of what their main theme was, mm-hmm. or there were external pressures to be like, no, don't go that way. Let's go this way. Um, because they were kind of all over the place. And uh, they had the whole like adoption storyline too with Son Yejin. It was just a and, lot. Yeah. There was a lot going on. Yeah. And I was which like, this they- is too much. They and they, I, I just don't think they organize their um, episodes very well. Um, I just, I, I just found girl. it. Who, Sonia Jin? The yeah, the Wonder Girls girl. Oh, the no, no, idol the, girl. The, the Wonder, the, the, idol. The, 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 the sister. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I, yeah. I was fine with that whole storyline. I'm fine yeah. with the adoption. But if they wanted to push adoption, great. But uh-huh. they just kind of boom, like, and then that was it. Yeah, because because obviously they knew it was going to be twelve episodes before we did. Uh huh. Like I only found out about it, I think the week of. There were no articles about it being twelve episodes, and I think on Netflix it says season series finale or season finale. I'm like what? 
And so I found out, like, you know, on the, I think the week of. So, but they knew there were going to be 12 episodes. So I think to them, they just cut that storyline abruptly. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then, like, the um, when Sonia Jin and her um, boy, boyfriend. Uh-huh. Yeah, when they adopted that kid, to me, yeah. that was kind of out of nowhere. I know yeah. you get a relationship with the kid. I kind of saw it coming. No inc- there was no indication. No, no, no. I saw know. it coming because like he he was so attached to her, and yeah, he I was mean, he would always be like, oh, like emo, like when are you gonna come and see me? Like I don't, you know, like if next time you come, what if I'm not here? There was all this anxiety, and then like when Sonia Jin and the guy like are talking about their future, he's like, oh, like I want to adopt a lot of children, and she's like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, then we better, but. And so I kind of saw it coming. So I was like, okay, yeah. whatever. But See, so the thing is, when I watch TV, I try not to guess. So I just base it on what they showed me. I try not mm-hmm. to guess because, you know. Yeah, I'm I sure... saw it coming, though. I thought it was there. I thought it was like, this yeah, is like, the setup. Yeah, like for me, the, where, where, I, where I mean by it came out of nowhere for me, or kind of out of nowhere for me was is that yeah. it was, there was no chemistry relationship that they were kind of like, it was just like, oh, I'm here. Hey, what's up, kid? Like, yeah, you're, you're the kid I'm closest to. There was no, like, what set him apart? What, like, what, there was no kind of, like, backstory or whatever for me. So, was, to me, it was just kind of like, there wasn't a natural progression. Um, oh. If they wanted to be a surprise, there wasn't really that either. It was just like, that's the only kid you see her talking to. Um, yeah, and then the ending, to me, was very, like, blah. Like, it was just, it was, it was the two girls walking off in the sunset. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. There was no, like, I don't know. I, I just felt like, I don't, and the thing is, I don't even know what I wanted from the ending, but I, I felt like there was no sense of, like, accomplishment. There was just nothing. Because to me, I think if they stuck with the uh, Sonia Jin's thing of, I want to make the remaining days of my hospital playlist friend the best days of her life. Uh-huh. And they accomplished that. Right, like throughout right. The, 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 yeah. like the 12 episodes. Like, like go episode. to Maui or go somewhere yeah. and like do go, something go big. These, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't um, that they were just kind of like going from apartment to apartment, restaurant to restaurant. Like there wasn't a big thing, really. In fact, in fact, in fact, they went and they went to Sonia Jin's mom's prison. <laughs> like that yeah. was like the next thing that they did. The one big yeah, thing that yeah. they did was the brunch, the surprise brunch. I thought that was very sweet. That was the one thing. That yeah. was I thought was the best thing that they did. Yeah. But I thought it was basically they were all lazy. <laughs> they weren't they weren't good they weren't good friends in fulfilling, hey, let's make our friend the happiest person she can be these yeah. last few days. No, no. You know what? Rather than that, let's go to her place, let's go to my place, let's drink and eat at each other's restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. all they did. Maybe it yeah, was like a budget thing. I, I'm pretty sure it was a budget thing. They're like, okay, this drama is way too sad. It's not going to do well. We're not going to give you a lot of money. Because I hear budgets fluctuate too, like from this yeah. K-drama. She was a first AD on a K-drama. And she was like, if a drama's not doing so well, they will cut the budget and put it into another show. And you have to just deal with whatever's left. And so they were probably like imagining that they were going to go on all these trips, like Jeju Island yeah. at the very least. But they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> you need to just go to apartments now. And yeah. <laughs> that's all they could fucking do. Talk about shooting yourself in the foot and, yeah. and cutting your nose off to spite your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the most horrible thing to do. Um, I I yeah, was so- very I was worried about like this is just my cynical brain coming in, but you know how like in the end, like you know the the two women who were 
alive. They come to the hospital playlist girl Chunmido's uh, parents' house, and they like bring them a cake and bring them a bag, and they're like being like the daughters that that yeah. they will continue to have. I was just like, I don't think this is gonna last. I really don't like, and even the guy that like got divorced and you know he mm-hmm. got screwed because his ex-wife was a cheater and all this shit. Even him, like living in this dead woman's house and like, yeah. it was just way too much. I was like, none of this is healthy. Like this is, I like that was like my brain no. coming in. I was like, this yeah. does not seem healthy. They need to let this shit go and move on with their fucking lives because yeah. they can't remain hung up on a dead woman. Like that. That was my cynical side coming in, but oh, also yeah, no. like a genuine concern. Listening. looking at a photo of her every day (laughs) no and like to me what these right what the the writer did is they set they set this up yeah and then they went this way yeah it's like hey gotcha but yeah you can't do that for themes you you can't you can't go set this up and then go and they did that so many times and then they brought the convenient oh um, before I met you, I was pregnant, but I didn't tell you. Surprise! I'm just gonna let you believe for the first 12 years of the kid's life that's your kid. Right. And then, so to me, I actually would have liked it if those the the two, the boy and girl felt were actually in love with each other. Yeah. And then uh, hospital playlist girl got them back together. I actually would have appreciated that storyline. Hmm. Um, to where she actually worked on getting them back together. Because hmm. uh, then it would there would have been the conflict the conflict of hospital playlist girl working with her lover's uh, wife to get them back together. Uh, that w- but that wife was, was a piece so- of work though. Like she was. Oh like, yeah, awful. that's why I thought it would have been better because she was such a piece of work in the beginning. But yeah. then they made her out to be this evil seductress manipulator. Yeah. That faked a pregnancy, and like yeah. I'm like, oh well, now she's a horrible human being. Yeah. And you don't yeah. want anything good to happen to her. And then she says, oh, and this is the part I really didn't buy. Hey, I neglected my son for the first 12 years of his life, but give me one more chance and I'll do really well. And mm-hmm. if I don't do well, you can take him back. Right. Like, really? Come on. Yeah. Like, I thought if they stuck with their original plans, uh-huh. I think the show would have been that much better. And again, I think fulfilling. I think, again, you know. it's like the, they couldn't do – literally, even though these are imagined characters, the imagined characters could not do the things that they planned because the budget is such a reality. <laughs> yeah, and you, you, know, and you know what I would have done? I, if yeah. I was a friend of the writer, producer, yeah. uh-huh. I would have showed them uh, the, the uh, Finkel's camping trip. Hmm. I didn't that, see that. That variety show was based on all these locales in Korea that uh-huh. don't look like Korea. Oh. There's actually a desert in Korea that makes it look Whoa. like they're in Africa. There's Holy like shit. tropical areas in Korea that makes it look like they're in some tropical country. And it's all oh. Korea. Wow. They could have just went there and used it as like, oh, I always want to go to Africa. Oh, well, here we are in Africa. Or you know, I've always wanted to go to a rainforest. Well, boom, mm-hmm. here we are. And mm-hmm. the, all, they, all they had to do is stay in Korea. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, the writer got lazy. The producers got lazy. Because now, and then that came out in the friendships. The friends got lazy. They're like, hey, rather than show my friend a good time, I know we'll just go to our friend's semi quasi boyfriend's restaurant for the yeah. fifth time and eat the same Chinese food. Yeah, and but you know, like they those bitches were all like worn out because of their own personal dramas. Like that bitch, she quit her job, and you know, the, you know, yeah. the other one, like her adoption situation, and da da da. It was it was a lot. I feel like there was a lot 
packed in and it was just very overwhelming. Okay, so what about uh, 2521? You, you also did not like the ending for that one. Yeah, I thought there was, like, number one, who's the husband? Who's her husband? Mm, you can't, he's never mentioned, yeah. Yeah, you can't base a, a romantic comedy mm-hmm. uh, on a, a pair of lovers. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, and you know, I mean, you know, they, they, they gave clues. They were good at giving clues that, oh, she doesn't marry the guy. And that's mm. fine. I didn't need them to be married, but they gave clues. Um, I, I really think the 39 producer should take lessons on how to leave clues about who she's going <laughs> to adopt, but whatever. Uh-huh. They, they, left, they left clues that they, they weren't going to marry each other. That's fine. But uh-huh. you have a daughter from this husband that we don't know who he is. Yeah. And, and we don't know if he's alive or if they're divorced or if he's still around. We don't know. Exactly. And if he's not around, whether he's dead mm-hmm. or just they're divorced, then uh-huh. they, can they get together now? Uh-huh. Because they uh-huh. set it up that way. And then at the end, oh, oh, I'm sorry, what? Um, our closure is that his password is his first love. Uh-huh. Like, that's not closure. That's just mm. like window dressing that leads with no substance in my mind. And so mm. I, I just thought, you know, and, and I don't know if we've talked about this before, but usually B storylines b love -hmm. storylines are better Mm -hmm. than the a storyline and Mm -hmm. my theory behind that is because they have less pages to work with so Mm -hmm. every word has to be efficient every Mm -hmm. scene with the b storyline has to be efficient because Mm -hmm. they need to devote more pages to the a Mm storyline and so a storyline they find out oh we have 10 pages to work with okay how do we fill 10 pages i don't know let's just have them look at each other for a while and like for two pages and then we'll just write dialogue for eight B storyline, guys, you have two pages. That's it. And so it has to be really efficient. And so they cut all of that out. And so all the scenes between um, who I think is it looks like Hyunbin's son, Hyunbin from mm-hmm. Crash Landing on You, his son, mm-hmm. and um, Bona from WJSN. Mm-hmm. Like their scenes were so great because they had to be very efficient. They cut the fat out. But mm-hmm. with um, Kim Tae and uh, that guy from Startup. Kim Teddy. Yeah. Yeah, Kim Teddy and the, yeah, the guy from uh, Startup, their scenes were just kind of like, you know. But I thought they had great chemistry. Everything was good. And so you want them to get together at the end. Like, yeah, sure, I we know. know the girl's I was father really, isn't him. I was really hoping for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, like you were saying, are they divorced? Is he dead? Is he not yeah. in the picture anymore? Like, yeah. what's going on with the husband? You know, and yeah. so I think like um, they dropped the ball. I, you know, here's the thing is where you out you try to outthink your audience so much that you outthink yourself and yourself being the the writer of the show like you're like oh if i do this it's so cliche everyone's gonna guess it it's gonna be horrible so i'm gonna do this instead and then it turns out you made one too many turns and then you lost your you lost a lot of your audience like sure if if they got together at the end people will complain oh it's so cliche but i bet you they would have felt fulfilled though if they got together at the end uh, I think there's this there's this trend of like unhappy endings that that's just kind of returning for some weird reason. Because remember, like I don't know if you watched K drama. Did you watch like K dramas in the like two thousands, like late nineties? I didn't, 2000s? but I knew a lot of them had, had like sad endings. Like somebody would die of cancer, right? Like it was always yeah. that. If the lovers would not be able to be together, it wasn't because they broke up amicably, like they do in twenty five twenty one. I felt like that was 
very refreshing actually like an amicable breakup how does a person break up amicably and like still honor and respect each other and like do it in a nice way i I was like the writer is keenly putting something in that hasn't been explored at all before because before Mm. it was always like breakups are the worst thing ever it feels like death and somebody's gonna go and get really fucking drunk right yeah but but in the past it was like if they're gonna break up somebody's gonna die like that's how dramatic it needs to be yeah so this one she was trying to do something that's like let's let's try and be realistic the fact is yeah. a lot of people will get together and they won't be together especially if you're high school lovers or college lovers yeah, yeah. you're gonna break up so she's trying to insert this reality or realism in there that people don't want to deal with when they're watching a TV yeah. show or K-drama, right? But I, I'm seeing this with 2521. I'm seeing this with 39, where the, the one of the protagonists dies. I saw it with, um, uh, oh, like, Hi Bye Mama, right? Like, you know, she's mm-hmm. dead and comes back to life and she dies again. Um, even in, I, I know you did it. you said you didn't watch because you don't like Chang Kyung, but the the Now We Are Breaking Up with Song Hye-kyo. Oh, so in that in that one too, it, it was actually uncanny how similar the subplot was with Thirty Nine. It's about three women who are besties. One of them gets cancer, and then she spoiler alert she fucking dies. And mm-hmm. I was like, is this like a millennial women like throwback period? Because no, I... in the last three <laughs> years, all these millennial bitches who starred in shows back then who were dealing with cancer in some form or fashion like that was their era these bitches are now dying 20 years later like on these shows and it's like being dealt with in a different way it's not about the two lovers like one of the lovers dying but it's like a side character who a supporting Mm -hmm. actor or character who was very vital to the story or very important to the protagonist who's going to die and break their hearts i'm like what's with that and it's always a 30 something year old it's always women in their late 30s that are being killed off and i'm just like people talk people talk with that um i think it's so it happens in music too do you remember when I think it was Destiny's Child came up with the song Bills, Bills, Bills? Uh-huh. Can you pay my bills, my telephone uh-huh. bill? There was yeah. another song about paying, being able to pay bills. I think it was like three or four songs. Oh. And it's because they're in the same recording studio. Oh. They hear the lyrics. Or oh. the writer who wrote the songs is writing another song. And they're like, uh-huh. oh, I like that idea. I, I, I'm not going to pay money for that. I'm, I'm going to write my own song about bills. Uh-huh. And so it kind of happens. People like to think like parallel thinking. Yeah, I'm sure sometimes it is, but a lot of times it's people talk and they overhear things. And I think in the case of like what you were talking about with 39 and um, 2521, or like with people dying with, um, what's the Now one? we are uh, breaking up. Now we're breaking up is people talk. People, remember people are also, um, one person is hearing all these pitches. Uh-huh. Like, hey, can you buy my show? What's your show about? Oh, it's about, you know, three women, blah, blah, blah. Which is about three women, blah, blah, blah. And then they've got a script they're working on. What should we do here? Why don't you add three women? I've been hearing that a lot lately. Why don't you add three women? Uh-huh. That, that happens too. And then mm. the, the devious thing is this. Hey, I've got this show. I've got three women. One of them die. And they're all, they all work in a, 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 like a park, uh, a mountain range. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't like the park mountain range because I already have titties on. And we're going to do the park mountain range already. But I like the three women and one of them are going to die. They're, they're good friends with the writer. Hey, you need a project, right? Why don't you write a show about three women and one of them's going to die? 
That way, this person now cannot sue the network because it's a kind of a different idea. And anyone can come up with three women and one of them dies. So that's a devious way of, of why th this could be happening too. Mm. So, um, and there's so like an industry also, thing. It's just an yeah, industry kind of thing. Yeah, there's uh -huh. also trends in the industry, just like music. Uh -huh, there's, uh -huh. there's trends. Yeah. And so like the trend, the trope that's getting overplayed right now is old woman, young man. <laughs> it's, it's so overplayed that it's unnecessary. I didn't finish forecasting weather. I just couldn't finish it. But there's okay. no reason why Sung Kang's character needs to be young. It's not relevant to anything. Now, if it's hmm. relevant, like I didn't see something in the rain, but I felt like it was relevant because the young kid is um, the brother of her best friend. Okay. So it's like relevant that he's younger. But like yeah. in forecasting weather, there's no relevancy for, there's no reason for him to be young. I, okay, so and, for that, I see, I see an industry explanation for that. Because mm -hmm. I, I told you this when we were in the green room, I said, I don't like watching Korean dramas where I have no care. I don't know who the fuck they are. Like, uh -huh. I only I only know people I've known for the last like 30 years. Those are the yeah. people I will keep coming to. So that the chick that the older woman, she's like kind of she's been in a few in a few dramas that like millennials would recognize. Uh -huh. But then the guy, like nobody, people don't really know him. He's still kind of young. He's still up and coming. And it's like, mm -hmm. they need to, they need somebody to bring him up with her. You know, I think that happens like with uh, Chang Gyeong, the psychopath looking guy that you don't like. I personally love him. I'm like, I was like mm -hmm. obsessed with him since the moment I saw him. But because you uh, like psychopaths. I like psychopath looking guys and he's hot. <laughs> Im Soo Jung with, with Search WW, like she's huge. Im Soo Jung is like major Hallyu star. Chang Gyeong, mm -hmm. he hasn't had a major break yet. But they tried. They tried putting him with Chang Nara like a few years ago in, in a like couple, mm -hmm. go back couple. And he was like a Sunbae guy in there. He didn't make big waves. But then in Search WW, he made a bigger wave and Im Soo Jung's a bigger star. And then mm -hmm. now with fucking when they put him with uh, Song Yegyo, like it's like similar. Like here he did an older lady thing <laughs> with Chang Nara yeah, and yeah. and Im Soo Jung, and now it's like no, no, it wasn't good enough. <laughs> we need the big the big one, and it's Song Yegyo, yeah. right? And, and then, now he he's like did... definitely a star. He's like definitively a star, and he was yeah. good. His acting had gotten better by now. We are breaking up because in Search W, I was like, he's still not quite there yet. He's more of a model still, but. Well, uh, I think it's because of that. His, he's waiting for a serial killer role to, to, to really. <laughs> yeah, to he's of. gonna start doing but, it eventually. Yeah, when he does movies, he's gonna Yo, he's gonna do that. Yeah, movies would be perfect for him. Like, so yeah. he already did the the old woman, young guy thing in uh, what is it, Encounter? Yeah, yeah, um, and it's again, it's because Pak Bogum at the time, like, okay, he was already kind of well known, but they wanted to put him with like another bigger fucking star and be like he's yeah. up he's coming up let's put him with the the one the k-drama actress and it's like yeah. and and that show was you know for me quite mediocre but in any yeah, case i would, think it has to do that. with that I, I think it's like a matching of like we need somebody bigger to pull up this one because he's the one that's going to be the next face the next face yeah. of, for the new generation i think that's what that is i don't think it's even yeah. got to do with like a, a trope per se i mean the whole thing with older women dating younger guys that's been going on for the last 20 years that was a fad like mm -hmm. since 20 years ago and 
that was just the reality but now it now it's it's happening because these millennial actresses are now fucking old like they're 40 now and i'm sure maybe you've started did you start watching our blues yeah I, okay I, at least i'm only half halfway into the first episode but how old looking are these guys like they're well, and the so girl sad I, my and heart is I, I love uh what's her name hanji don't mean Hanji Min. I love her. Like, I love yeah, her. she's great. Yeah. Um, but and I think it goes back to what you're saying about the industry grooming um, these actors and actresses. Yeah. Because that's something that, as the casual, actually even the diehard fan won't consider that the network and studio is doing this is where they need to groom actors and actresses so that in the next show, like Disney does it the best. Disney, mm-hmm. Nickelodeon, they they groom mm-hmm. their actors the yeah. best because how yeah. else do you explain? Zendaya. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. 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 Like at least Ryan Gosling, you know, people always go like I don't get Zendaya at all. Like I just don't get huh. the allure at all. But it's because okay. she grew up in Disney and so it's great. But okay. I, I I completely agree with you. They are not grooming Song Kang, I think, is the one they're trying to really put like Netflix loves Song Kang. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, they love him. But uh-huh. like uh they need to start grooming and I think Bona is another one that they're gonna like the one that's in twenty five twenty one, the second girl. I think they're uh-huh. gonna. Um, she's getting better. Uh, I just yeah, they they need to groom them because if they don't, they're gonna have to reuse these forty year old women and the only stories <laughs> they can do. Because you know, I, I love I love a good middle age love story. I, yeah, I, it's probably because I'm middle age. I love a yeah. good middle age love. Story. Totally. But you also have to pair it with like a B storyline of, of, of a love story in the twenties. Younger you ones. Have to yeah. Because you need younger viewers. Yeah, yeah. You just need it. Um, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I love that, but I don't think the general population audience loves a middle-aged love story. They might yeah. like it, but I don't think they yeah. love it. Like, they won't yeah. watch a show for that. And um, there's a reason start, why. Uh, like, I watched both. I, I'm a huge No Hee Kyung fan. I love that writer. I watch all of her works religiously. So when I saw, I saw like a while ago that she was working with Lee Byung Un, and I was like, her and Lee Byung Un, I gotta see that. So when as soon as it dropped on Netflix, I watched it, and then I watched the other one on, uh, over the weekend. But uh, I was, I'm just talking about like looking at how old Lee Byung Un and Cha Seung Won look. Like they Isn't were he like, 50 like something. They're in their fucking fifties, bro. Like back yeah. in the day, they were so hot. They were like idols. Yeah. They were like gods. They were untouchable. Fucking Yi Byung used to. Di- he was engaged to Song Yi at one point. Like they mm-hmm. were the hot shit. And now I'm looking at them. I'm like, oh my god, their eyes are shriveled. You know, yeah. <laughs> like they look so old and, and sad. And yeah. I'm like, it's breaking my heart. It is yeah. breaking my heart. That's why they oh. need. They need. A, a vehicle like a script where it allows them to shine in their actual age like it allows yeah. them to look good you know look look how yeah. they are and still be portrayed as good they're right mm-hmm. now being portrayed in Jeju Island and they're they're manual laborers so of course yeah, yeah. their age of course yeah. you know, but if we see them like as a an attorney or like a a, a, a private equity person in their uh-huh. age and it's an actual love story, then I think they can shine, you know, but I just don't think they have those scripts out there for them. Um, I, I agree. And uh, No Hee Young is especially good at dealing with that kind of age. What else like she, she, she did Dear My Friends with all the old people, like the elderly actors, like, is that the you one know, with Kim Hye-ja. The from what is she get? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she did that. She did live with the police officer one okay. with uh, Yi Guangsu. Yi Guangsu, yeah. And uh, she's just good at those kinds of storylines. She's just like a good melodrama writer. But I was very like, I was very much wondering what's going to happen to people like Yi Byung-un because he's always played the hot stud. He doesn't quite look like a dad just yet. Yeah. He's it's not going to play like to a me. father. Yeah. You know? You're right, yeah. And, so and, to and Song Yi-kyo too. I'm also worried about Song Yi-kyo. She's now 40. That bitch is 40 now. And it's like... It's... I was watching I, I think... a, a drama from 2004 called Lovers in Paris. There's a woman in there who played, she was in her 40s, and she played a mom to a 30-year-old man. Like, that bitch was in her 40s. And Song yeah. was in her 40s, and she's still playing the the woman who's like fucking dudes who are 10 years younger than she mm-hmm. is, you know? And it's still I, a I love think... story. I'm like, what's going to happen to these pretty people when, when yeah, so they're... It's, to me, it's Number one, will, will there be scripts for them to play in that shows them in their forties and fifties? Mm-hmm. But because that's not that's not under their control. But what is under their control is will they take these roles like a, a little bit less of the major role to mm-hmm. play to play like an interesting character? Will mm-hmm. they do that um, if they decide no? I like if Ebiyongun says like no, I'm the leading man. I need to be the leading man. Mm-hmm. Then there's we're we're not going to see him for a while. Because, you know, unless he starts doing just only movies where he can still yeah. continue playing like a- action star a la Liam Neeson, yeah. you know, uh, in his 50s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. but in terms of like a drama or whatever, it's yeah. up to them. Do, are they willing to, like, I'm actually surprised Lee Byung Hun's doing this show. Because really? we don't see him, like I said, I'm only like 35 minutes in. We don't see him until 20 minutes in and it's out of nowhere. Like, you know, he's picking up, he's selling supplies to an island mm-hmm. and it makes, it has nothing to do with the scene before and the scene after has nothing to do with it. It's like, oh shoot, we forgot Yi Hun. Oh, we got to put him mm-hmm. in somewhere. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just put him, because they have a little title about the, um, the bank manager mm-hmm. and then the fish lady. Mm-hmm. They have a t- they have their their names in the title, and then Evil Hun comes out all of a sudden. What the, so, what this writer this project I hear it's like more like an omnibus. So yeah, yeah. each like episode is going to be dedic- focused more on a couple of characters, and then others will be you know. So it's like like we're cycling through. So his storyline is yeah. coming up. Um, I'm, that's what, I'm surprised he's doing it um, mm-hmm. because c- comparatively speaking, and I, I'm, I'm talking more of a global sense. The mm-hmm. other actors are nowhere near the status of Lee Byung-hun. Like I know in Korea, in Korea they are. In Korea yeah, they in are. Korea is different. Like yeah, I yeah. always forget that guy's name. Um Chasengun's boyfriend. Oh, Kim Bin. Yeah. This is his big comeback. He's been away for a while cuz of cancer. Yeah. yeah. Cuz cancer, yeah. yeah. So like, you know, I know he's big. I know Shimina's big, you know. Yeah. Cuz this one Ta- and the parasite lady, it. you know, she, you know, parasite lady. lady. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to my mom about it that the Lee Byung Hun, um, Han, is it Han Jimin? Han Jimin? Han Jimin, yeah. Han Jimin, Shimina, and Wu, they're all leads. Yeah. They can lead their own show. So the yep, fact that yep. they're on one show to me yeah. is a big deal. It is a big um, deal, but it's also, it makes sense for No Hee Kyung because No Hee Kyung is has always done that she'll always do an ensemble cast of huge stars who would who who deserve their own show each of them in their own right but she's 
like she did that with dear my friends if you watch dear my friends they're all older but back oh, in yeah, their heyday they were they were fucking the stars like yeah. so she's good with that and i i was looking also at like the age range like chasing on that parasite lady uh they're all born in the same year so they yeah. are actually friends they are colleagues you know so it's like interesting to see them like you would never see them together in a show but they're in there now and i think that's part of the draw and the other draw is i think Byung-un and cha seung-un and these actors would never say no to a writer of no hee Young's status because yeah, yeah. in korea she's like showrunner status and it's that's an honor fun, to yeah, play that's, in a... that's the fun part did you yeah, so you yeah. watch the other one i forgot what it's called the one with kim ji-won i forgot how it's called uh, kim ji-won um uh-huh. and uh, lee l uh-huh. And then the guy, their brother is played by this actor who I love because he plays a dork. He plays a violent gangster in one movie. He and this in... is a No Hee Kyung show? No, 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 no. It's on Netflix. It just came out. Same day as um, Our Blues. What's it called? Oh, hold on. Let me look at my phone real quick. Let me um, try to find it. Is it, uh, uh... Is it, is it like uh, set in the past? Is it like a period piece? Mm-mm. The girl I don't from watch Descend- those. There's a girl from Descendants of the Sun. She has a new thing out. My Liberation Notes. Yeah, Kim Ji Won. That's Descendants of yeah, the Sun. Yeah, My Liberation called- Notes. Yeah, did you watch that? I didn't. It's on my list. You started? So, Is it good? I know that it's probably not going to be a popular show because yeah. it's a super slow burn. Uh huh. But I don't like slow burns normally. Yeah. Uh huh. But I like slow burns that are set in the country. Oh. Because it makes sense. Uh-huh. However, this is also part in Seoul, in the city. Uh-huh. It's just they just live in Shigor. Uh-huh. And so it's a slow And this burn. is not a period piece? I assumed it would be a period piece because my liberation isn't it. Oh, okay. And so um, I really like, I really like, it's, all, it's also because, it, it, I'm not going to give anything away because it's in the yeah. summary yeah. Um, or synopsis. Like three uh-huh. siblings who don't uh-huh. know where their life's going. Okay. It's, it's kind of based on that. Yeah. And so... Uh, it's just nice. And I love the, the guy actor was in the show with, um, I always forget this girl's name. <laughs> Park Jung-min. Jung-min. Park Jung-min. Okay. She was considered like romantic, romantic comedy queen for a while. Okay. I think it's Park Jung-min. I know I you know, know who she is. Um, okay. But um, he was in the show. Let me see if I can find it real quick. But he was in the show with, um, so he played like a kind of a dork, like an introvert okay. dork. Um, with her and then he also played like this uh, gangster in um, I'm just going to look up on Asian Wiki I'm Um, happy to see you know Liel play like a normal-ish kind of person because she's actually um, really good I'm a fan of her you know know what she's a really good actress yeah when I started liking her was when she was on Knowing Brothers and she was talking, she was actually, I need to ask you guys a question. How come no one wants to date me? Huh. And she really went into like how she won't, she won't get a lot of dates. And I really saw the, her vulnerability. But yeah. in this, she plays like a vul- a total vulnerable, like on the outside, total hard, but yeah. inside, very vulnerable. And, uh-huh. and I like her a lot. So the brother is Lee Min-gi. Lee Min-gi, okay. Yeah. So he was in um, movies, Three Days, Detective K, Secret of the Living Dead. For the Emperor, which I think is the one he where he plays a gang. Oh no, that's not that one. Um, okay, I forgot what the one he plays a gangster. But he was in O Master TV show, The Beauty Inside. 
What's wrong with Secretary Kim? Oh, because this is my first life. That's oh, I saw that. Girl is Chung So Min. Chung So Min. Oh, I love Chung So Min. She's so great. So he's the he's the love interest of Chung So Min in okay. Uh, in uh, because this is my first life. But I that's the first role I saw him in, and then I uh -huh. saw him in a Korean movie where he plays a gangster. Uh -huh. Very convincing in both. So I uh -huh. really like this guy. So uh -huh. he's the brother. Uh, he's of versatile. And um, Kim Kim Ji Won. I think that's her name. Um, but yeah, my liberation yeah. notes. I like it a lot just because um, you. I really felt watching it that these three siblings don't know where their life's going, mm -hmm. and they're at like a breaking point of, mm. of sorts. Mm. And so, um, you know, and their parents just clock in, clock out. Mm. Uh, their work is just clock in, clock out. There, mm -hmm. there's no, there's no room. And they're all for living hope. together. Yeah, they all live together. Oh wow pressure cooker um, okay and like they don't explain why they live with their parents but when you and they're all the in their 30s episode, yeah you get it you get why wow. they, live with their parents. they don't okay. explain they don't say but you just kind of know like you you get it once you see the interaction with the parents yeah you see why they live with their parents um yeah so i i like because i i did you ever watch um i'll go to you when the weather is nice no uh it's with um Pac, the girl from forecast love and um uh, Forecast weather with some for some reason that like the cast and the poster and everything it just never drew me. I never even opened it. I don't think I'm ever gonna watch it. It's weird, like love. for some reason, like one. yeah, yeah. Just I didn't even bother to glance or. There's so many like shows that they that Netflix is is like pushing on me that I just totally overlook. And a lot of the times, and Netflix knew this from like a while back when they were doing the play now thing. They were like, people will watch content where they recognize the actors. And it's like the oh, star, yeah, that's, the that's stars a... are the only push. So it's like, if I yeah. don't know who these people are, there's no way I would click it. But with my liberation notes, I saw the fucking Descendants of the Sun Chick in there. Yeah, Kim Ji Won. Yeah. So I was yeah, like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. You know, with like Green Mothers Club. I know this actress. I saw her in a K drama in the '90s. I'm gonna watch it, like with, um, you know, Twenty Five Twenty One. I was like, I know Kim Tae I'm a huge fan. I'm gonna yeah. watch it. So it's it's That's always like if I see a star that I know from my time, then I'm excited to see it. And mm -hmm. if I don't know who these bitches are, like these young K-pop stars who are coming in and flexing their acting muscles, I'm like, I don't think this is gonna appeal to me at least in the very least yeah, and they, i'm never idols, they have to their management has to do it um wisely they can't put their idol in the lead they have to be a secondary tertiary character first um just so people get used to watching them and so they can practice ease them in yeah but some of them just put them in those starring roles like what are you doing but the what the show is talking about is with Park Min Young and um the guy is so Kangjun. uh but it's what do you when the weather's nice it's on vicky slow okay. burn but they're Shigwar, uh -huh. so for me it was fine. Like, so you like really you like shows one. like Hometown Cha Cha Cha, like you like that one. I liked it from I think episode four, five, and on. I didn't like the first uh -huh. few episodes because at the time it started out like all these other dramas. Yeah, and it didn't seem like anything new. But uh -huh. then I think their chemistry really helped. They the were B great together. The B love story, the chemistry helped. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. I'll go to you when the weather's nice. It's just a nice slow burn. Okay. Uh, it makes me want to live there. That's hmm. how that's how I know if I like to draw a slow. It's burn targeting drama. your nostalgia, your kind of nostalgia part. It's sort of kind of yeah. 
but then reaching you know, for that. When I take a breath, when I take a breath and ask myself, would you really live there? I'm like, no, it's crazy. <laughs> I, would, I would never live there. Yeah, but, yeah, no way. It's yeah. like, did you ever watch Gilmore Girls? Oh yeah, I love that show. So Stars Hollow. Yeah. Yeah, you want to fantasy there, land. But, yeah. Yeah, but when you think, when you really ask yourself, would you live there? No. No, I don't want people all up in my business. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think it's it's this agrarian communal thing. It's like, it's nice as an imagination, even shows like Friends, it's nice as an imagination. But it's like, if Mm -hmm. these people had no boundaries, they were coming into my house all the time and like all over my business, I would fucking lose it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't can't have it. Can't have it. (laughs) No, I'm actually, but like the, the, I'm going to check out the green, the green mothers thing. Yeah, I really want to see that. that out. Yeah, and then um, did you check out? Uh, it's Lee Junggi. He's in a new one. Lee Junggi. Uh, you mean Song Junggi? Is it Junggi? The one that looks like he has the Chinese eyes. I know uh, Song Junggi, who was uh, Song Junggi's ex. He was in Lawless Lawyer. No, he I don't know this Lawless guy. Lawyer. I don't um, know any of these shows, and so, I don't know the actor. Yeah, Lee Junggi. I, I bet you know his. Um... Oh, Lee Junggi. He was uh in King and the Clown. He was that. Yes, yes, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's in a new drama right now. It's called Again My Life. Again. He kind of creeps I, I... me out. I don't really so like Again his face. Again My Life is grammatically incorrect. I don't know why they never asked anyone who speaks English. It should be My Life Again if they're going to use those three words, but they did uh-huh. Again My Life. So yeah. all I hear is is, is is Again My Life. That's all I hear. Yeah, 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 when I yeah, see yeah. Thing. But yeah, it's it's it's. I'm not a huge fan of his, Lee Junggi, yeah. but basically it's he's a prosecutor trying to get this Tebor guy in prison. He's always playing a lawyer. What's with that? Yeah, 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 he's a big lawyer guy. It doesn't work out. And then he I won't say what happens, but basically in a nutshell, he goes back and starts over in college or like okay. high school. Mm-hmm. And then it's I think it's he's working through to make himself a better attorney. Mm. So he's re, he's redoing everything. So that okay. part's kind of interesting. So me telling you this makes it feel like it should be a comedy, but it's not. Uh-huh. It's a serious drama uh-huh. with these comedic, supposedly comedic elements. So I think that's what makes it interesting for me a lot. But it's because, a high pressure situation. Yeah. It, this, there's mm. no, there's nothing funny about it, even though there are some scenes that should be funny and comical, but uh-huh. they're not. They're not directed that way. And I think and that's you, what you were drawn to the show because of Lee Junggi? No, I was just drawn to it because it's new. <laughs> okay. Like, I, I try to watch I try to watch the first uh, two episodes of each new show. Wow. Um, but if I don't know any of the actors, then yeah. to me that leads me to believe it was a weak script and they couldn't land any big actors. So there's a reason oh. why there's no big actors. I'm sure yeah. that's totally prejudiced, but that's just my own. Because there's too many yeah. shows. I, I'm not going to be able to watch all of them. There's a lot, yeah. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. this – and then because of the um, – Business proposal, thirty nine, and uh, oh, the, those, and then twenty five, twenty one, ending at the same time. Yeah, there's now it was like all these new shows, and also the My Lady Princess or whatever, the long running Saturday Sunday show ended. So there's a new one that came out. So all these new shows came out in the last two weeks. Yeah, because uh, again, you know, I was like, yeah. after the finale, what the fuck am I going to do? But that's how it goes. Like, because in Korea, they're airing it. So it's like, okay, now this is done. So next week is the next thing. So that's yeah. how it goes. And I'm glad it's actually miraculous that this is even happening. Because remember, like, back in the day when we were getting VHS tapes, we had to wait three to four weeks for the next fucking episode. And for the next yeah. show, we had to wait like a month. But now, and then even up until a few years ago, it was like, I would watch K dramas on On Demand Korea. And then, I would have to wait 24 hours for it to air okay. on On Demand Korea. But now yeah. it's like 
si- like, like in right sync. There. Yeah, it's insane. It's like a whole new world. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I sound like an yeah. old fart, but that's it's it's really miraculous. No, that's, yeah, that's what. It, and you know who has to get their act together is Disney Plus because they're mm. they're they're getting they're buying exclusive rights to Korean dramas now, like the one with um, Chizu from Black Snowdrop. Bay. Yeah. Which not... I still can't finish. I'm like, I've been watching that show for three months now, and I can't finish it because it's so oh, boring. I, I'm afraid to watch it. I have a, I'm afraid to watch it because I'm yeah. afraid I, I, I don't want to see Chisu in a bad light because, you know, I only want to see her in a good light. Um, that's why I'm afraid to watch it. But they got the rights to this other drama with big actors, but they're mm-hmm. not streaming it here um, until I think it's over because Snowdrop wasn't released here until it was over in Korea. Mm-hmm. And so why can't they, and, but they in, in Asia, Disney plus they're released at the same time, mm. but they won't do it for North America, which is, I think is ridiculous. Just pay uh, well, the uh, license fee. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, they don't want to do the, they don't want to pay the hold back fees and shit like that. I mean, sometimes there's a yeah, hold back is... just because they don't want things to leak or da da da. But yeah, it's not, it's like, like Netflix is faster with everything. This They've always been the, that way because they're kind of reckless. I remember back mm-hmm. when I worked in film distribution, I I saw how Netflix would just buy shit without even looking at it. They didn't mm-hmm. ask for any metadata. They didn't care what it was. They would just buy up everything, because yeah. they were they're always they're always in this uh, R and D mode. Always in R and yeah. D mode. They don't care about branding or this or that. They're just like down with everything, and that's why they are fast with stuff and they figure shit out fast because they're just down with everything. Whereas Amazon is very conservative, like oh brand da da da. Hulu, yeah. FX, Disney, Fox—they're all like conservative. Hulu used to have uh, K- Korean dramas on their mm-hmm. thing and then they shut it down like very very quickly because they were just like, ah, we just don't want to deal with it i don't know what the i think it has to do with like studio conservatism because even drama fever as you know was owned by warner brothers yeah. and then they got shut down very very suddenly i don't think drama fever staff members even fucking knew that they were no. getting axed it just happened it's, so suddenly it was like violent like, it was violent yeah it's like this. It's like, okay, hey, Grace, um, our company, we just lost $5 million. Um, and then, oh, but we got another deal where we made $10 million. Oh, cool. But we lost $5 million, but we're up We're up $5 million. Um, Grace, do you want to pay $1,000 for the license fee? $1,000? Are you crazy? I'm not going to pay the license fee for that. I think that's what's, go- that's what's going on with, with Vicky, with Netflix, with Disney. They're... they're, they're, they're company in the uh, macro sense is dealing with millions of dollars and then it comes to a license fee of like ten thousand dollars oh that's crazy big money we can't do that meanwhile Mm -hmm. the other executives are dealing with million dollar issues and they Mm -hmm. don't want to they don't want to foot ten thousand dollars that's what to me is what's going on and that Mm -hmm. to me is what's why it's so ridiculous disney's a billion dollar company a multi-billion dollar company they don't want to spend a couple grand to allow North America to stream the show at the same time, which would yeah. drum up interest mm-hmm. that much more. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they don't want to do it. Yeah. Like that, that to me, Netflix is a billion dollar company. They don't want to pay the license fee for music. Yeah. For that's some so of these annoying. variety shows. That's so annoying. Makes no sense to me at all. At it's, all. At all. It's ridiculous. Yeah, And I know yeah. they're like, oh, but we're, we're pinching pennies. Great. But meanwhile, you guys are making and selling and losing millions and millions of dollars. And you're quibbling over 
so so to me then it's like why are they not doing that and it's like seriously is it because it's korean content and they just don't want to bother like i i brought this up on my podcast multiple times but to me it seems just like blatant disrespect to the actual art of what it is like because knowing knowing bros like those sound effects those laugh tracks those music cues they all are all part of one package and to excise Mm -hmm. them is to like castrate the comedy and and bring the quality down even the reply series they have so many so many songs from that day but Mm -hmm. netflix didn't want to deal with the license fees so they just replaced it with bullshit or cut them out cut out whole scenes and i was like this is insane so i just watch it on drama cool i just rip it off like a, a different site where they didn't fuck with that and yeah, it's like so- Korea does need to change. They do need to deal with like music cue sheets and, you know, getting clearances because Korea doesn't have laws so, that that push but they that. they do now, though. They get the licenses now. To to catch up and, and accommodate yeah. Hollywood. But like, yeah. so to, to what you were saying, like, you know, they're cutting their art and stuff. I think that's an outcome of what they're doing. I don't know that that's their intent. Like, they're, they're yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. The art. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think it's an outcome. What I think yeah. they're doing is, is like, um, they're thinking it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like they're 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 underestimating the value of what they're doing. Um, yeah. But if you bring this example to them, like, would you ever cut music from a Martin Scorsese film? Right. Oh no, because he's yeah. telling a story. Well, what do you think they're doing? Yeah, they're exactly. telling the story with music just as much as Martin. They're exactly. just not Martin Scorsese. Uh-huh. So you shouldn't do that, but they yeah. do it. It happens in America too. When, yeah. um, let's say, just if you use, for example, Friends, because we've been talking about it. Yeah. When Friends has a certain song, if yeah. Warner Brothers doesn't want to pay the license fee for every copy of the DVD, they'll just change the song out. Mm-hmm. Um, Korea, how they get away, how they got around all this stuff, well, not around it, but they basically have all the songs in one database. And then they mm-hmm. pay a membership fee. And you mm. can use any song in there. Mm. So, like, um, I know Jay from Solid. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. he was telling me that when they use his song, mm. he gets a small amount of money. But it's because it's all all the songs are in this, like, database of songs mm-hmm. that all these networks pay money into. And for so Korea for Korea only, the territory of Korea only. I not... believe it's for Korea only, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But now that Korea, these are I... going abroad, like, that's where the things get they, I think weird. they have to pay license fees now because... They do the shows do go abroad. They're on a global yeah. platform like Netflix. Yeah. They have to pay. Yeah. Uh, whereas before, obviously, they didn't do that. Right. But like in, in America, like for America, we have to pay. They have to pay the license fee. Um, but it's like, dude, you guys have billions of dollars, and I get it. You're, it's a bottom line thing, but don't try to pass it off as the same thing. Like yeah, because it's, it's not. Cause it's not. There's that scene in Reply '88 where she sings a Spanish. song. That Spanish song. It's like one of the yeah. best scenes in that it's whole series. Hilarious, it's hilarious. It's so cut. good. Yeah. The whole thing is cut, and I'm like, yeah. I I can't fucking believe this shit. It, it, like I I I watched the Reply '1988 series like just to like if I if I just want to watch something and just feel good or whatever, and I don't watch it on Netflix. I watch it somewhere else where they didn't yeah. fuck with it. You know. I know it, it's, you know, like um. I don't know if you watched Knowing Brothers when Girls' Generation was on. They played a name that tune game where they had the name, not only name the song, the group, uh-huh. they had to do the dance. Oh, wow. It was awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. everyone's participating. Yeah, yeah. And you get to see, like, you get to see Hichar, yeah. how much he knows. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you get to see, like, the Girls' Generation girls 
how they knew the dances of their oh, the competition. Wow. You yeah. could see all that. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. they cut that entire thing out. It's um, it's a it's a monstrous thing to do, yeah. Yeah. So uh, t- for me, honestly, that kind of does feel microaggressive. It feels microaggressive. It feels like, oh, this is Korean shit. We don't know what it is, so we don't care. Like it does yeah. come off that it way. Be, like, it could be that too. Yeah, that they don't care. Yeah, um, but the great irony is, what was Korea? the most known for before korean television it was fucking k-pop right yeah and it's like oh you i thought you loved our music oh wait but you don't want to pay the license fees for when they're in a tv show like what they're just showing so many inconsistencies and i think Mm -hmm. right now it's just because they're they're still learning they're still learning how to deal with korean content in the in the best way possible and they're just running also not everyone knows you know i know but I think most people, the casual person, like let's say 80% that's watching the shows on Netflix or Vicky or whatever, they don't yeah. know the music change. And I'm sure a lot of times we don't know the music change either. But, um, you know, it's like they'll, they'll use some, it's like when you watch one of those B movies in America and they'll play this song that sounds like Eye of the Tiger, mm-hmm. but it's not Eye of the Tiger. Mm-hmm. Um, or or they'll, it's Eye of the Tiger, but it's sung by someone else because the license okay. fee is like way cheaper. Uh-huh. And eventually, my guess is they'll probably do that, where they'll play a Korean song uh-huh. to fool everyone to thinking that this was the actual song they played, but it's yeah. just totally cheap, you know, yeah. to do. Because, um, yeah, at the end of the day, I do believe it's a bottom line thing. However, I'm sure it is also stemming from, what does it matter? Like, who cares? They're not going to know. Um, and, and that that to me is unfortunate, because you, like, like I agree with you, it, it cuts into that person, that director and writer's art. Yeah. Like they wanted this particular song in there. Yeah. Um, and that, that's what's unfortunate. And I, I always feel incomplete too when I'm watching because I like knowing that they cut things. I always yeah. feel incomplete. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think do, it's... Do you, watch, do you watch Knowing Brothers, by the way? Do you watch it regularly? I, wa- I watched it like obsessively for like two, three years. And then okay. in 2019, I just stopped altogether. Just stopped? Yeah. Do, you know, do you know the guy, oh, I forgot his name, it starts with an S, he's from, I think, is it 2 p.m. or 2 a.m., the idol group? Oh, is he the new, is he the new cast member that they added? He's not a cast member, he's a, um, he was a guest? He's, he's an idol, but let me, let me, because, um, because we're talking about cutting, yeah, uh, there's this, um, he was a guest with the Korean zombie on Knowing Brothers, Okay. And uh with the Korean zombie. Yeah, the the fighter. Uh, Sir Sir Hong. Uh, uh, Sir Hong. uh the Sir Hong. He and then right after this, he got caught for he, he hit someone in his car. Yeah, he hit someone in his car. So, he sings this song with this Chinese idol. Uh-huh. Um I forgot what it's called, but at the very end of the episode, they cut to him and this girl Kringle Cherry B singing uh. the song. I yeah. will. I'll email you the link to it. But okay, it's it's a duet. He sings it with. I want to say her name's Kai or something. Okay. Okay. But I guess she wasn't available, so he brought yeah. Cherry B. Amazing okay. du- little duet that they do. Okay. She has uh-huh. a great voice, but yeah. you don't see it in the Netflix because they didn't want to pay for the license fee. So annoying. So it's so it, it sucks that you don't get. To I see don't that. watch Knowing Bros like at all. Like I, I don't watch it on Netflix. I don't even watch it like on on the other things anymore. But. 
I think part of it was like the distaste was like, oh, it's on Netflix and they fucking ruined the show and I'm like, I'm over it, you know? But also yeah. it's like Knowing Bros, it's been on f- since like 2015, like for a long time. And yeah. it's kind of like the same thing over and over again, you know? Like they keep making well, fun okay. of Young Tut over and over One the thing's same different thing. now. One thing's different now. Heater can't flirt with the girls. Why? He's too old. It, it, it comes off very creepy. He's he never flirted, 30s. but to me, he's never flirted with the girls. He always just like seemed like he was one of them. Like he's so gay and like oh, he, you know, if you he's he flirted with a lot of them. There's a, there's yeah. a lot of uh, clips of him flirting, but now that he's close to forty, if not forty already, yeah, um, it comes off creepy because they're twenty years apart, and they make Whereas, fun of him for that. Yeah, so it, he can't. It, 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 to me, the ener- his energy is different. Oh, interesting. It was back then. Like back then, there was like a see that um, bums me out. That's like making me sad because you know he was such a free spirit. You know, like yeah. Didn't they add a new cast member too? Like they did. He's okay. I don't. I don't watch it as 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 much as I used to. Yeah. But do you watch it on Vicky with all the laugh track and everything? Where do you watch it? So Vicky also cuts theirs because they don't pay the license fees either. Are you serious? So then where do you watch it? What I'll do is if it's someone I know and I like, I'll watch it on on demand Korea. Oh, okay. And then, yeah. and then when it comes out on Netflix, yeah, I'll watch it again. But yeah. I'll watch him at the same time because um, <laughs> there's no subtitles on demand. God, do subtitles. you do so much work. I do wow, so much. you're such a student of Korean television. <laughs> do you watch Torsing Torsing Pullman? No, that, I'm not watching show. right now. I'm not watching any variety shows right now. Oh. I, I'm just so going to. You watch My Ugly Duckling before, right? No, not really. Oh, before okay, so... I, I watched like like. Infinite Challenge. I watched Knowing Bros. I watched. Uh, I I watched anything with you just hug. I watched like Hang Out with mm. You. I loved that other show where he and um that fat guy would walk around the streets. It was called like Quiz You Quiz, and he, oh, they would yeah, quiz yeah. people. On, I loved. On? No, it is in Korea, but On Demand Korea took it down, and I was Uh-oh. devastated because that it, show on- was amazing. You know who, um, what network I really hate because they won't work with anyone is TVN. Why? Why do you hate them? So TVN has a deal with Netflix. So their okay. dramas are on Netflix. Yeah. But their variety shows, uh-huh. they're on YouTube, uh-huh. no subtitles. They do Amazing <laughs> Saturday, which I think is a fun concept where they yeah. try to figure out the lyrics of songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, they did the, um, I, I don't remember the guy's name because it's a guy, but uh-huh. he was a, he's an actor, uh... Ah, the movie I remember him from is 200 Pound Beauty. Okay. He plays one of the producers. But he's All funny. Right. You know, he's a, oh, stupid. He's a, he's the dad in Reply Series. In every Reply Series, he's the dad. Oh, uh, Shin Dong, what's his face? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That guy and two other actors, they went around in a camping an RV all over Korea, and they invited their celebrity friends to eat and talk. And I thought that's awesome. Song Dong Il, Song Dong Il. Yeah. One of the guy actors was the actor from Hotel Del Luna. And then <laughs> another one God, was the... You watch so much TV. It's amazing. <laughs> the, other one, the other one always plays an a-hole. So like, you know his face. You'll know him. But they okay. just hang out. IU came on. Uh-huh. Um, Hedy came on. Uh-huh. And they just eat barbecue and talk. And they drink. Sounds and nice. I thought that's a great concept. But they don't yeah. do subtitles. And they won't put the whole clip on. On, on YouTube. Yeah. So I don't like TVN personally. 
Um, you take it personally the, that I, I they do this. I take it very personally this. with TBN <laughs> because at least JTBC, they, they put their episodes on. You have, to, yeah. you have to search, but they'll put their episodes of Knowing Brothers on with, with, with full subtitles. They'll do it. Oh, really? Or they'll wow. allow it. I'll say they'll allow wow. it. Okay. Um, but TBN, they don't. But they're, and, then, and then we have to hope that the, the dramas Netflix doesn't select, Vicky picks up. And if Vicky doesn't pick it up, they it, always will, though. Usually, but you know, so the um, you know in Korea, their highest rated shows are Saturday Sunday. Those are the highest rated ones. Mm-hmm. So Vicky had the one I think it's like My Lady Princess or Princess or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was like the number one show. It had at one point thirty seven percent of the viewing wow. audience was watching that show. Um, now it's over, so another one started. Yeah, but the new one that started, Vicky didn't pick it up. Mm-hmm. It's on Cocoa, which is a, a like the conglomerate of mm-hmm. all the three major networks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone's assumption was is that Vicky picked up everything from Cocoa. They don't. So this is one of those shows that they're not picking up. So um, because my mom likes these shows because they're they're easy to watch. The, the villain isn't a super villain where you get upset, <laughs> and it's just a nice, easy watch. And that's why their weight ratings are always so high. Is it and like so, an Ajima Pro? Mm, no, it's they, they call it something. I don't remember what it's called. Okay. It's a certain genre in Korea that they call it. But there's like, you know, 20 characters. Yeah, um, those are Ajima pros. They watch it like what, during the daytime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not a daytime show, though. It, it's a nighttime show. Like, those oh. are like those daytime, the like running soap operas. Like they're like 100 and something episodes. Like one, They're usually okay. like 40 to 50 episodes on the weekend. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, Vicky... They decided, and what what pisses me off is Vicky's parent company is Rakuten, which is a Japanese like Amazon. They own Billion, Lyft multi, and shit. Yeah, yeah, multi-billion-dollar company. They don't yeah. want to pay license fees. Same thing. They used to though, or they, they ignored it. They ignored it. Like On Demand Korea ignores it. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I, I like On Demand Korea because they ignore that shit. I don't know how they're getting away with it, but I'm like, please get away with it for as long as you can because as long well, they, as they, they're around, I feel comforted. I think they, the networks know, be, or they, they know because they On Demand Korea, you can also get Coca-Cola through them. So they're, hmm. to me, that adds legitimacy because the networks are working with them. Hmm. Um, that's just my own justification. I, I just have no idea that. how they're getting away with it. Like I, I don't know what their system is that they're able to stream these things in the u.s and not get hit with copyright issues the way that because well, like i said they, to me they because they have cocoa so okay. i think they're just like you know because cocoa is sbs kbs nbc it's their okay. shows that's like the how the rest of the world gets those shows or maybe this is the loophole maybe because not everything is subtitled on on demand korea in fact most are not maybe it's yeah. like since it's not subtitled, we're not targeting American audiences, true, and yeah. therefore it. maybe it's not an issue. Yeah, yeah, maybe they're bypassing it that but way. But the movies are subtitled. I just saw. I just watched Exit with Yuna and and Hospital Playlist guy. <laughs> you watch so much TV and movies, bro. What do you do all day? All day. Well, you just I actually watch don't watch content. during the day. I watch kind of like you know how people say it's you know they get a drink. Oh, it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. I'll turn the TV on at five o'clock. It's five o'clock somewhere. God damn, um, you watch so much. I... Know, and it also it helps that I have a good memory, except for guys' yeah. names. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's true. Exit is I. I almost turned it off in the middle because it was mm-hmm. just so like not good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a I'm a fan of Yuna, and mm-hmm. I kind of want to see what happened. Mm-hmm. 
but um, the, the the new movie on Netflix, the Korean movie, Kachi or Kanchi or whatever, that's a worth a watch. It's a spy thriller, or not? I'm sorry, not thriller. It's a spy action movie. Okay. Um, it's it's with the guy from Prison Playlist. Okay. Or is it Prison Playlist or Prison something? Playbook. Prison Playbook. Prison uh-huh. Playbook. It's the uh-huh. lead from there is in here is in there, and then um, the girl from you know the Reply series very well. You know in Reply eighty eight, Hetty's brother, uh-huh. his girlfriend. Uh huh. Do you remember her? Yeah. With she's the tight hair. Movie. Yeah, she's in the movie, and then um, Lee L is in the movie yeah. with a with a bowl cut. Oh wow! Took me a, took me a few minutes to recognize who it was. I'm like. She looks awfully familiar, but I couldn't place it because she had a full cut. She's she's one of those actresses, like because she's so hot, like she's like very mm-hmm. beautiful. She's like willing to go daring and not be yeah. labeled as like the pretty girl. Like I heard Halle Berry did that. She didn't want to be just some hot girl, and so she mm-hmm. would take on these like weird roles a lot where she pushes herself. And Liel does that. Like yeah. she played a she played a transgender person mm-hmm. in in a show. She's like done. She played that old granny lady. You know, and Goblin. Yeah, like goblin. she just she's like very willing to go and and prove that she's more than just a pretty face. And I really respect her her as an actress for that. See, you're you're a girl, so you could you could probably answer this. Like, do you think like hot girls that the hot girls that know they're hot, they, they know mm-hmm. what they look like. Uh-huh. Do you think sometimes like they just ugly themselves up just to just for the sake of it? Because I no. feel that way. I feel like Nana does that sometimes. Okay. Like she's like, you know what? I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a nappy haircut, and because I don't care. Because like I'm hot and I'm still gonna be hot. I don't think they do it because they are preoccupied by their hotness. I think they. Well, do I don't it... think they're preoccupied. It's just yeah. about them recognizing that. Because you know, there's some hot girls that don't know they're hot, like because they're so insecure, whatever it may be. But then there's hot girls that are like, oh yeah, I know what I look like. Like I, I know, I know when I walk into a room, all all guys' eyes are on me. Like I uh-huh. know that. Uh-huh. And so, to me, because sometimes like Nana gets these haircuts where I'm like, what were you thinking? And then I start thinking, well, you know, her mentality might be different because I think our, our the way like average people are is like, oh, we're gonna do this so that we can look better, so that we think we'll feel that we look better, or we maybe we'll look better. But maybe for them, their mentality is different. Like. They're not doing things to look better because they already look good. Um, that I don't know because like sometimes I see Nana's haircuts, I'm like, what, what, what's going? I know it was for a role, but it's like, come on, like, what, what are you doing here? Um, yeah, I think that's a question for her directly. Uh, yeah, I for me, I just dress and make myself appear as however I want to feel, like the most comfortable. It's yeah. not even a matter of like up or down. It's like. I want to feel the most comfortable today and this is what's going to bring me comfort and that's how I roll. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah. Cause I think the average person when they get their hair done, haircut, mm-hmm. go shopping or whatever, mm-hmm. their goal is to look better. <laughs> the average yeah. person. Yeah. I think it's uh-huh. to look better. Yeah. 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 But, but I, I feel like it maybe it's just, I'm holding on to this, you know, fantasy that hot people that, that the ones that know that they're, they're good looking. Yeah. Maybe their goals are a little different. Yeah. Like, let's see what I can get away with. Like, mm. and that's just kind of how I feel with maybe. Like, some of these, maybe you know, maybe like, it is like, a you game know, like, like you, that. You're saying with Lee L, you know, Char- Halle Berry, Charlize did the same thing with Mo- the role mm-hmm. monster. Yep. Um, to me, out of all of Lee L's roles, the one in Liberation Notes, this this new drama, 
Mm-hmm. I like her the best because it, out of out of all the roles, is because she, like she has this layer of vulnerability, mm-hmm. and you and you can see it crack, mm-hmm. and then the vulnerability comes out. And so, um, I think this is more of her an organic role as opposed mm-hmm. to where she's like the hot seductress or you know just a token hot girl that just walks in the scene and then leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually has like layers in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, again, I, I can see the show not being popular because it is such a slow burn. And I think but, it's it's the kind of show that would target more like Korean audiences or Korean Americans, like a Korean diaspora. Yeah, and I don't especially think it's, middle-aged. It's for, yeah, I don't think it's for like mainstream, like international viewers with no face. I think it's not for the TikTok pl- generation. There are a lot of shows on Netflix that where that that audience diverges, you know. I think our blues will be one of those things. I don't think a lot of people give a shit that Lee Byung-hun and Cha Seung-un are in it, you know, yeah. or Um Jung-ha. Fucking Um Jung-ha's in it too. I'm like, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, she's in it too. Yeah, okay. it's because it's it's. I think that show, Our Blues, is without knowing the story or watching episodes, people will be like, oh, they're in it. Let's watch that. It's a niche group of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for Korean, for Koreans and the Korean diaspora. I don't think yeah. it's for everybody. Yeah. No. And like and they're games. also older, you know. Yes. Yeah. They're not. There's no. no there's no spring chicks in there. No. Um. Like you know, Squid Games. I don't think most of the people who made it globally number one knows who Lee Jung Jae is. Yeah. No. They have no idea. Yeah. They don't know who. I mean, like, I didn't know who the model was. You know. Um, Lee Ha Jun. Yeah, I didn't know her before the show. The, the one oh, uh, uh, Hojung, Kim Hojung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's hot. Well, I, I, I know her as friends of Jenny. <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't know who she was. I knew her because she was dating that guy from Reply 1988, the guy with That's the glasses. Right. Are they married? Or are they just I don't dating? know if they're married. I think they're just dating. But like, she, he started dating her while he was still on that show. So yeah, like she became. I mean, she was already a, a well-known model, but like. Or, you know her status was elevated because she was dating him and now mm-hmm. it's like she made such big waves from that tv show yeah. that it's insane like she's way bigger yeah. of a star than he will ever be yeah i know yeah. and the thing is he's he's such a good character actor he's amazing i yeah. love that guy he's so and he's an amazing singer like i i i adore him i i want to see him in more things moving forward and more comedic stuff because he's been playing some serious shit lately he's, yeah he, he's really good i love his looks that he gives again reply mm-hmm. 88 he's and so then how good. he says things his, yeah. his rhythm is really he's, good he's like a really great comedic actor he's just mm-hmm. got it and i want to keep seeing him do more funny shit but he's also a serious actor you could see that he has like the chops for it okay. yeah yeah we've been talking for a while so um i'll let you go but okay. thanks for thanks for doing this, Walter.